From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Sanders on the other side of the glass. He's our fabulous producer. He's why the podcast works on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you name it. All those platforms are all set up and ready for him. Uh, in on the news line with us now, Krista Martin is here. She's a Ph.D. She's the chief scientific officer with Geisinger's Autism and Developmental Medicine Institute, ADMI, as they are known, based in the Lewisburg area. They've got some ties to Bucknell University doing research up there, but mostly just uh, being a real mecca of uh, deep research into genetics and some other uh, disorders that are out there, just trying to really help people uh, as best they can and and do the research and uh, taking lab to bedside wherever possible. Krista, thank you so much. Uh, Good to talk to you again. Hi, Mark. Nice to talk to you again as well. I, I really do appreciate it. I think this is uh, uh, it's got to be brought up and talked about. So first of all, ADMI, would you mind just telling our audience what that is? They may not be familiar with what's going on at that uh, new building up there, but uh, uh, a lot of advancements are happening. Sure. Well, it's actually not that new anymore. It's We're celebrating our 10th uh, anniversary this year. Um, and ADMI is Geisinger's Autism and Developmental Medicine Institute. Um, as you mentioned, we do have a partnership with Bucknell to largely encourage <clears throat> um, students to do research and perhaps pursue careers in the area of developmental disorders. Um, and we were set up as a clinical and research center to provide not only care for patients and their families in the area, who have children with autism or epilepsy or other types of developmental disorders, um, but also as a research center so that we are able to learn more about these conditions um, and hopefully try to provide more targeted therapies uh, in the future. And it seems as though you are uh, very close to knowing what all the building blocks of some sort of psychiatric or developmental disorders are. You know, it's hard to pin down just one gene or one anomaly, something like that. But you're, uh, tell me you're getting a glimpse at the foundation that seems to undergird uh, these disorders or anomalies in people. Yeah, I, that's a really important point. A lot of people try to think of a condition like autism as a disease that is going to have a single cause. And what we've learned now from genetic studies is that there are actually hundreds of genes that can contribute to autism. And in addition, we know that it's just not genes that contribute to autism, but they are also shared across other developmental disorders. So the same gene that may cause autism can also cause Uh, delays in other areas, um, such as motor delays or cognitive delays, and even extend to more um, conditions that we tend to see more in adulthood, like schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, depression, and anxiety. Tell me about this new study you oversaw. You're looking, you either discovered or were looking for a specific genetic variant and the correlations that uh, it seems to be associated with. Yeah, so I um, oversaw the study, but it was led by Matt Ochins and Hermelis Shemelis from our group. And what we were seeking to do in this study was really to 
dive into more of the genetic causes and how frequent they are in our general population for these types of um, developmental and psychiatric conditions. And for this study, we leveraged our MyCode Community Health Initiative, which I think you've talked about on your show before. Um, it's actually one of the largest healthcare system research studies that combines information from our medical records with DNA information from our patients who participate. And in this particular study, we looked to see how many of the individuals enrolled in MyCode had one of these genetic changes that we know can lead to developmental or psychiatric conditions. And what we showed um, is that actually one in a hundred individuals um, at least have one of these genetic variants that increases their risk for these types of mental health disorders. All right, and you're talking about correlation. I remember Dr. Steele once told us that when it comes to psychiatric disorders, it's like the spoke of a wheel. We know that certain people have certain spokes, whether it's the correlation with genetics or behavior or environmental or some uh, just uh, sort of family history or uh, you know current current situation kind of things. So you're digging into what is the genetic correlation again, probably uh, probably one of a number of causes per se but this correlation is very telling. Yes, and um, we do think, you know, the genetic changes that we are finding actually can cause these conditions, but as you say, other factors um, like familial background, other common genetic contributors, um, or other influences certainly can modify um, if an individual expresses one of these conditions or even what condition the individual may exhibit, um, whether it be autism or intellectual disability or schizophrenia or, or bipolar disorder or even a mixture of all of those because we know that any of those conditions are possible either as a singular presentation or also in combination. We should probably mention, yeah, I mentioned, yeah, we have done stories about it, and you've mentioned it again today, the MyCode information. Uh, Lawrence's worthless definition is this is Geisinger's uh, broad research for many, many people they encounter who have allowed their genetic uh, makeup to be studied. I think there's a blind or some sort of an anonymity associated with it, but genetics are studied, and, and so you can, you can really dig into the kind of research you're doing. What's your definition? of my code. Well, you're right. There's many, many um, of Geisinger's patients who are now participating in Geisinger, and many, many is actually over 300,000. So we're very grateful for our patients who um, work with us um, on this study so that we can do the types of research that we do, and it's really allowed us to make great discoveries related to our health um, and disease and genetics, and um, we've had many papers recently that m are making connections between uh, conditions like kidney disease um, or thyroid cancer. Our study was on neurodevelopmental and psychiatric diseases, and so it's just been an invaluable resource for us to understand more about health and disease so that we can hopefully take better care of our patients, get upstream of disease, try to keep them healthier, um, or detect disease earlier, or if they do have a condition, hopefully one day we'll be able to treat it better. 
I, I just envision people like you going through life and, and looking at people and patients and all, and uh, maybe folks that come to the ADMI just envisioning in the background what is their genetic makeup? What is happening? What's in the background? What's in the, what's in the chromosome? You know, what's, what's leading everybody to be sort of the way that they are? <laughs> but but uh, maybe that's just my imagination. Okay, well, let's step forward now and go to the potentiality for screening just as you envision it and the potentiality for treatments as you might envision it? Sure. Well, you know, as we understand more about genetics and how common some of these changes are, um, we envision a time when, you know, population screening is possible um, to try and identify individuals who carry these types of DNA changes to use that as part of their everyday health care. And really our goal, as I just said, is to try to manage a patient's health Um, or diseases better and provide instead of just a one-size-fits-all approach to medicine, really more personalized, um, using that more personalized information to take better care of our patients in a more unique um, and individual way. And what do we do if we know someone has a variant? Uh, What kind of treatments exist already and what treatments are we looking for in the future? Yeah, so that's a very active area of research, especially for conditions um, like neurodevelopmental or psychiatric conditions. But where we've made uh, a lot of strides are in areas like cancer or heart disease, where once we know an individual carries a change in a gene that can cause cancer, such as breast cancer, we may implement more frequent screenings than their typical mammograms or other types of um, imaging screenings, or for some conditions um, like heart disease, where we know that some of these genetic changes can cause something like high cholesterol, we may put those individuals on a drug like a statin much earlier uh, in life than would typically be done. All right. Well, we're just about out of time, so please, uh, additional remarks, anything I haven't asked you that's important to talk about, a new study of a genetic variant that uh, we now know increases our risk of schizophrenia and autism and other neuropsychiatric uh, disorders. Uh, More to say about that, please, Christian. Sure. I mean, I think we took a pretty conservative approach um, in our study, coming out with about 1 in 100 people having one of these genetic changes. Um, We know in the future we'll identify more genes that cause these types of conditions, so we really think this will be more frequent than even 1 in 100. Um, And we think that this can be used as a way, as I said, to tailor an individual's health care. So knowing that individuals have risks for these conditions or have these conditions, we hope things like nurse navigators or patient navigators can help them really um, get through their health care in a way that we aim to take better care um, of them. Well, thank you so much for the information and the update. Uh, very much appreciated. Thank Ashley and the Outreach Department at Geisinger making sure that we got uh, met up today. I find the work you're doing fascinating. You have an open mic anytime, and uh, uh, we'd love to do regular updates on this and other work up there. So please stay in touch. Thank you, Krista. Sounds great. Thanks, Mark. Great to talk to you. Thank have you. a good day.
Thank you. That is uh, Krista Martin, Ph.D., the Chief Scientific Officer with Geisinger's Autism and Developmental Medicine Institute, ADMI. It's actually based in Lewisburg up in Kelly Township in one of the buildings that uh, you would uh, generally associate uh, with the, uh, I guess, the Walmart area, for lack of a better description. But uh, they are doing uh, great work and digging into genetics and a wide range of other uh, important uh, topics at that aspect of Geisinger.